0: If you're thinking about creating an online course, but you're worried about what you don't know, stick around because in this episode of Think Big Move Fast, we're talking about three things you don't yet know about creating an online course. And sure, there's lots of advice out there about creating online courses, but I'm gonna share three things with you that nobody else is talking about. Let's get to it. Okay, so here's the problem. Many entrepreneurs want to create online courses to help grow their businesses, build their email list, and share their knowledge with the world. But it's overwhelming to try and map out the ideas, create that curriculum, and deal with the tech, right? I'm your host, Heather DeVoe, and I wanna welcome you to Think Big, Move Fast, where I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs just like you create amazing online courses quickly so you can share your talents with the world instead of getting bogged down in the process. I am the leading instructional design coach for entrepreneurs who want to create online courses faster, easier, and who want to make more of an impact while they're at it. I've created thousands of hours of online courses, in-person workshops, and training programs for businesses in eight countries spanning four continents, and my courses have reached countless people over the last 20 years. Now I'm teaching you everything I know about how to create amazing online courses quickly and easily. Stick with me and you'll learn how to take the guesswork out of getting started. I'll show you how to clear the way forward so you can create a meaningful curriculum and I'll teach you how to tackle the tech with ease so you can bring your online courses to life. In other words, I make creating online courses simple so you can make them faster. Let's get to it. Hello, and welcome to episode 32 of Think Big, Move Fast, the podcast for experienced entrepreneurs who want to learn how to create online courses faster, easier, and who want to make more of an impact while you're at it. If that's you, I am glad you're here. I'm your host, Heather DeVoe. And this week, I want to talk about three things that you don't yet know about creating online courses. But before I do that, let me jump in here and just give you a little update on where we're at COVID style. So not two episodes ago, I was talking about how, oh, we got this thing in the bag. Everything's fine. You know, hopefully it doesn't get bad here. We've been kind of skirting under the radar. Well, I'm just going to open my mouth and insert my foot now because now we have 2,000 cases of COVID here where I live and not a month ago, not three weeks ago, we had like nine. So it's, uh, I'm feeling your pain people. If you're anywhere except Nova Scotia, you know how bad it is out there, but we've been really, really lucky here in Nova Scotia and now our luck has run out. So I'm thinking about people. And I'm thinking about how hard this must have been. We're just really dealing with this now. And I already can't imagine what life is going to be like a year from now if I have to keep doing this a year from now. So uh, kudos to everyone who has been putting up with this shit and kudos to you for keeping on, keeping on because... I'm just about ready to bang my head against the wall. So it's really tough, but I think that I can look at what other people have done and use it as a great example for my life and my business to keep going. You know, things are certainly great in business. It's just the sort of life side of things that I got to get a handle on because as I've been saying to all my clients this week, look at I'm not a house cat, okay? (laughs) I can't just fucking sit around and twiddle my thumbs and do nothing. So when the provincial regulations came out, uh, recently about what we could and couldn't do. The very first thing I did was get a map online and I literally drew, marked out, where are the municipal boundaries for my municipality because we're not supposed to leave the municipality. And I was like, I'm fucking driving every inch of this municipality. And don't worry, I don't get out of my car. I literally piss in the woods. I pack a lunch. I don't bother anyone. I go all by myself. I just have this beautiful car that I just bought not a month ago that I can't even fucking drive right now because of COVID. And so it turns out I can drive. I just can't drive with other people or stop and, you know, do things like get lunch or whatever, but that's fine. So I really need to be able to get out of the house for my mental health and I need to be able to, you know, I don't want to say escape, but like, who's kidding who here? We're fucking escaping whatever's going on here in the world. Uh, And so... Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but I bought a Mustang GT California special back in March. And, you know, I think I'm coming up on, I think just about maybe six weeks actually. I think I just said a month. I've owned it for a month, but I think it's more like six weeks. Uh, I bought that car. It is the dream car I didn't even know was my dream car. I've always wanted a Mustang. Uh, I've talked about it on multiple podcasts over multiple years. It's been on my bucket list for years and so I decided to buy one in March and I I say it's the dream car I didn't even know I wanted because the car I ended up buying, the make and model of the Mustang, was not the one that I was pricing online, it wasn't the one I was looking at, it wasn't even the color that I thought I was going to buy. Uh, but it turns out that you have to buy the one you drive and once I get into this beast I went to another one and just realized that they are not created equal So I bought this beautiful car and to celebrate how great things are And now COVID is just like ruining my plans. It's just fucking raining on my parade So these are my two things this summer that i'm looking forward to because i'm still planning to take august off number one is I hope I can still go camping because that is really all I need is a good hiking trail and some camping and two I just I don't need to be able to leave the province I just need to be able to move around my island. So Cape Breton is part of Nova Scotia but we are not separate from Nova Scotia and so in my my mind's eye, I'm trying to think about what does it look like if I can only drive you know these hundred kilometers these 150 kilometers? of my municipality. And thankfully, there is a campground right in my municipality. And I've already booked all those sites for my summer plans. So it should be okay. But those are the two things. I'm not a house cat. I I have to be able to just get up and go. And uh, I have to be able to go for drives and I have to be able to camp. So if those things are not happening in my life, uh, please send help. (laughs) Okay. So that's my sort of update to put a little timestamp on things here if you're listening to this in the future. Uh, Heather has just learned what lockdown is really all about, and I'm already going start raving mad. <laughs> anyway, it leaves lots of time for me to work on my business, which is always great. And I'm having lots of fun working on client projects and doing magical planning for a summer I might not have, but I am still moving forward as if things are happening the way they should because everything happens the way it should. And so if I don't get to have my super fantastic August of just spending the whole month in the woods camping, then I'm sure I'll do something else with it. And at the end, of course, it only matters if we're healthy. So I really believe that. Um, I do live with a chronic illness. And so when you don't have your health, I understand that really nothing else matters. There will be next summer if it is not this summer. So What I want to talk about this week is, uh, it's kind of ironic, and I kind of love how this happens all the time, is I think about these topics weeks in advance, and then something happens and I'm like, oh shit, that's exactly what I'm talking about this week. And this week we're talking about what you don't know you don't know in terms of online course creation. And, you know, of course, when it comes to the pandemic, I didn't know what I didn't know, and here we are. Lots of great parallels in my life and what I'm talking about here today. So you don't know these things that I'm going to talk about. I'm going to tell you three things here today that you don't know about online course creation because most people usually make you pay to find these things out. Or you've had to pay and these are some hard lessons you've learned as a result of spending your hard-earned money and finding out that you've gone in a different maybe slash wrong direction. Okay. So what a lot of instructional design coaches do, and the truth is, I don't know anyone who calls themselves an instructional design coach, except for me, Uh, Lots of people call themselves digital course creators. Lots of people just call themselves business coaches. I really like the distinction of instructional design coach because what I do in terms of coaching is backed by my 20 years of instructional design experience. So you're not just getting another business coach when you come and work with me. You're getting someone who has instructional design and business coaching background. But anyway, the people who teach you how to create online courses who are not me, And what I want to say is that a lot of instructional design coaches do here is they make you pay for this information or they'll teach you how to create online courses, but they only teach you so much so that you have to pay for the rest of the information. So the truth is that if you had the time and energy that you could figure this out on your own. Okay, If you had the time and energy, you could absolutely figure out how to create an online course all by yourself. All of the information is out there on the internet. How to create a great online course, it's out there and it's free. What you're paying for it with though is your time and the time it takes to create an online course when you don't know what you're doing can drag on and on. So the first thing that I want you to know here that you don't know is that you don't have to pay to learn how to do this stuff. That is an honest and true assessment. And I know that it might seem strange that I'm saying that to you since I want you to buy my 30-day program where I teach you how to create online courses, but I'd be lying to you if I said you couldn't get it all out there for free, okay? But out there is scary, right? There is a lot of information. I know that and you know that. So what you're paying for when you come and work with me is the freedom to make decisions about your online course without having to worry about finding the next right step. Because when you're always trying to think 10 steps ahead, you can't focus on what's going on right now. You save so much time by having the next right step, that information at your fingertips. But also... You come and work with me and you get access to learning expertise so you don't have to become a learning expert, right? You get to revel in your subject matter expertise when you work with me and I've been having some really great conversations with two of my clients this week about this exact thing about how they're trying to get inside my brain and I keep telling them to back up, back off, right? Get in your own brain, revel in your own subject matter expertise And I had a conversation at this conversation twice, actually, and the conversation really could be scripted at this point because I know where people are going to get hung up and I know where their doubts come in. And this person wanted me to hear all of the problems that their clients have identified, right? So there's a process in my program where I walk you through how to identify what your course should be based on information that your clients give you. But they weren't sure if these were the right problems to focus on, right? Because you get a lot of information from people when you ask. People love to volunteer their opinions and their experiences and their expertise. And I've had this conversation with every single client that has gone through my 30-day program so far. And I suspect that those conversations are not going to end anytime soon because they are part of the process. And I start answering that question you know, is this the right way to go by saying, if that's the question you're asking, you're in the exact right spot. Because what we really want when we're creating an online course is someone to bounce ideas off of, right? And to get immediate validation for those ideas so that we can keep going as quickly as possible. When you read a blog for free online, you don't always get that, right? You get the how, but you're not getting the, is it good enough? You're not getting that validation piece. Now, I'm telling you this frankly because it's a good example of how you might be undermining your own ability to create an online course in your business because you think everything you know is just on Google. So people can just get it there, right? Why would you even bother creating a course of your own to showcase your skills, knowledge, and abilities when people could just Google it? I mean, they could. They definitely could, but your job is to make it more enticing for them to come and take your online course than it is to just Google it. So I teach you how to put that package together when you work with me. What makes your course unique? We figure that out together. Which brings me to the second thing that you don't know about course creation yet. It's not about you, my friend. I know you think it is. I know you think it is. You think it's a chance to get on your soapbox and just teach to whoever is willing to listen. And that is not what it is. My entire program is about getting out of your head, getting into the head of your potential student, because I see it all the time. People want to just talk about themselves, right? You think you're representing yourself by creating an online course and you want to jam everything you know into that container, but that's not how it works, Creating an online course is about creating a learning experience, not a product. And in order to do this properly, you need certain pieces of information from the people who are going to eventually buy your online course. So a lot of other course creators and trainers out there are talking about how to make yourself shine and how to make your business stand out by working on your brand and your marketing. But the truth is that your customers and potential customers are the fucking gatekeepers To your success. You've got to get into their heads to win this race. And when you spend six months trying to find the perfect name for your course, you're focusing on the wrong thing. And you might think it's all about you because you're showcasing your knowledge and expertise after all, but it's about your students. The sooner you get your head wrapped around this fact, the faster you'll be able to move. One of the questions that I always pose to my clients is, why am I teaching you this? So when you're creating an online course, you need to have a filter to cut through the noise in your head. As the subject matter expert, you're gonna to wanna to give everything you can to your students all the fucking time. And while that's noble, it's not realistic, buddy. So you need to understand that time matters, right? In the creation of your course and in the delivery of your course. So if you're sitting down to tackle a course on your own, here is my gift to you ask yourself this question. Why am I teaching my students this information? And if the answer sends you down a rabbit hole about validating your own knowledge, skip it. You can thank me for that one later. That one question will save you so much time. The third thing that you don't know about online course creation that nobody is talking about is that online courses, if you create an online course, I hate to tell you this, it is not going to save your business. If your business is flailing, creating an online course quickly and launching it in the hopes that it will drum up some money is not the right approach. And yes, it could save your butt right now, but then six months from now, you'll have to come up with another online course and then you're all up in arms about launching that one. My advice, if you're asking, and I think you are because you're still listening, is that if your business is not doing so great right now, don't create a new product to save it. Work on what's not going well and get to the heart of the problem. Creating and launching an online course to save a flailing business is like having a baby to save a marriage. It sounds like fun at first. But then a baby complicates what is already unstable, right? It's not the baby's fault, aka your online course's fault. It's your fault for not fixing what was broken to begin with. And I know that's totally fucking harsh, but like I said, this is the stuff that nobody is talking about. Other course creators want you to believe that they have the answer to your problem. And creating an online course is not the answer, Okay, they're going to tell you it is, but it's not. I'm sorry to tell you. I'm not sorry, though, because this information can save you a lot of pain and frustration and money. I'm going to give you an example from my own business about how changing what you're doing in the same business does not always necessarily work. You have to get at the root of the problem. So last year, around this time last year, not much longer than this time last year, I was in the middle of trying to figure out what it was that I was doing with my business. COVID hit, (laughs) not here obviously, COVID hit and I just kind of went frozen. My business wasn't moving anywhere and nothing was happening. But here's the kicker. If I was being real honest with myself and always being honest with you, I would tell you the truth that my business wasn't doing so hot before COVID happened. Okay. You know, a lot of business owners are going to forget that things weren't so great when COVID happened, when it hit the first time back in March. And the problem is, is, that with time, we forget how these things sort of happened. But I spent a lot of time reflecting on my experiences and my learning and how to make meaning of, of what's going on in my life so that I don't make the same mistakes twice. And so I was thinking, you know, not that long ago about what had gone on when I switched my business But it wasn't just that I switched a product or it wasn't that I changed my marketing. I actually completely shut down my original business and started up a completely brand new one. Now, I was offering an online course at the time, and I probably had sold a handful of them last year in 2020, just as COVID was sort of ramping up, and I saw an opportunity when... COVID hit that I could really double down on what I was doing. You know, There's this opportunity here for people to really get into quitting mode. We're going to quit on our dreams. And my business was literally called How to Stop Quitting. And I ran a program that taught you how to quit quitting, which sounds great, right? But here's the thing I came to learn later was that in order to give people that information, I needed them to self-identify as quitters. And that is a really big fucking pill to swallow. So I'm asking my customers right off the bat, to tell me something terrible about them and then admit that they need help. And that is just not what I wanted to be doing. It's definitely not the message I wanted to send. But someone who has more business experience and more marketing experience than me pointed out that I'm asking people to really dig into this negative side of themselves to admit it to the point where they're willing to put money on the table. And it turned out that people weren't. So I was really choked because I had spent a lot of time and a lot of money figuring out that messaging only to discover that the messaging was actually the problem. Now, had I changed my messaging, had I done the work to change the messaging to be more positive or to have a different spin on it, I might have gotten a different result. But I was at the point where I just didn't want to go down that rabbit hole anymore. I couldn't see it working. It's not that I couldn't see a way for it to work. There was 100 options ahead of me, but I couldn't see it working. I didn't see myself in that role, continuing to run that business, continuing to offer that package. It's not what I thought was, it's not how I thought I would be spending my time. It was a further iteration of a previous business venture where things just kept evolving. Now, what's interesting about this is that so many people would have said, just offer a different course. And they did. So many people said to me, just change the course, change what you're offering, make one change to the title of it, call it something else. One person went so far as to say that the color of my brand was off-putting and they wouldn't work with me because they didn't like the green color that I was using, which really sent me over the edge, if I'm being honest, but also like, I don't fucking care. (laughs) Okay. Like it was a nice green, but I gave, I gave in. I tried changing it. I tried doing a whole new branding thing. I did all these things that you're supposed to do before I realized that none of it was going to matter because it was not what my customers wanted. No amount of marketing, no amount of money spent, no amount of new programs, no amount of program naming, none of that would have gotten people to buy from me because I wasn't offering what people wanted. Now, there is an inkling there, and I certainly entertained it, to jump in and just create a different course. Okay, I'll take what I have and I'll turn it into something else. And I resisted that urge and I'm so glad that I did that. Number one, because it brought me here to you today, but also number two, because I realized that that was not the problem. There was a fundamental problem in my business, right? Number one, I had no cash flow. Number two, I had no infrastructure. Number three, I had no audience that was really willing to invest in themselves. Number four, I didn't have a platform. I didn't really understand what it was I was asking people to do and I didn't understand what it was I was trying to sell them. I was just trying to sell. So I've been in business almost five full-time years now, and it's really over the last year that I have just catapulted into a totally different arena of play because I looked at all those mistakes I made over the last four and some years and realized that, yes, okay, they were mistakes. Yes, okay, it was money wasted. Yes, okay, I learned lots of lessons. But more importantly, I've gotten very good at recognizing the difference between a problem and the root of the problem. And so now what I do is I really spend a lot of time focusing on, okay, here's the effect, right? The problem is the effect. What is the cause? What is the root fucking problem here that I can tackle and move head on towards so I can just keep going? That's what I teach you in my program to create an online course in 30 days flat. I teach you to tackle the problem at the root. Your people are telling you one thing. I show you how to dig into that information and figure out what it is they are actually saying. It's not cryptic, it's just a framework. And I'm telling you this because there is a big difference between just launching another product, hoping that the money's gonna come in, and taking the time, slowing your roll now so you can speed up later. My business, when I made the decision to go from, I'm gonna be doing general business coaching on setting goals to I'm going to teach people how to create online courses in a really quick and easy way, and I have a platform for it, and I have an audience for it, and I know what it is I'm selling, and it's backed by science, and it's backed by research, and I feel good about selling it, and I understand the frameworks around all of that, and I have the infrastructure in my business... All of that has just catapulted my business into this totally different stratosphere of where I thought I was going to go. I'm charging more. I'm doing more work. I'm actually working less than I ever have. I have my schedule figured out. My calendar is on point. I have my routines around what I'm doing. I know what my content calendar looks like. Those were all things I did not have sorted out. So yes, I'm offering a different program than I was this time last year, but the reason it is so successful has nothing to do with the course itself that I'm offering. It has everything to do with the infrastructure behind it. You need that infrastructure. And so I'll say it again, I'm sorry to tell you this, but I'm not sorry because this information will save you a lot of pain and frustration. If your business is flailing, you need to either cut the head of the beast or you need to figure out what to feed that fucking thing so it won't starve. Okay? There you have it. The three things you didn't know about creating online courses. Now, the logistics are easy when you have your ducks in a row, right? Getting those ducks in a row, however, requires a lot of work. If you're willing to do that work, you don't have to pay anyone to learn how to create an online course. This stuff is all available for free out there on the internet, Not my frameworks, of course, but there's lots of other options out there. So don't fall into the trap of thinking that creating an online course is all about you. And don't treat it like a platform where you get to talk about yourself all day long and show your students how smart you are. Make it about making your students smarter. And finally, creating an online course is not the answer to your problems. If your business has problems, you need to fix them before you launch any more products and services. I share this information with all the love in the world, my friends. It's not meant to discourage you or make you feel bad about anything. You are, however, entitled to feel however you want to about it, but I encourage you to look at it this way always. When you know the truth about something, it's easier to make a decision about whether or not it's for you. And if the truth hurts, well, this is probably not for you. But if you're all on fire and you're feeling jazzed about tackling online course creation with me, please go to heatherdevoe.com and book a call with me today. The last day to register before the summer starts is May 28th. You do not want to miss this chance to get your online course up and running this summer. Everyone else is putting their programming to bed. It's a great time to stand up and stand out. And hey, even if you don't want to launch until September because you and me is floating on the Myra River all August which would be awesome, by the way, then you can launch it in September. But the feeling of pride and satisfaction you'll have knowing as you're cracking that beer on the river in your rubber dinghy this summer, knowing you got it done, it'll be worth doing anything for. I hope you choose to put all that energy into an online course creation process. And I hope you'll let me help you. Have an amazing day. And I'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about how I help entrepreneurs just like you create online courses quickly and easily, please visit heatherdevoecom slash think big, move fast. I will teach you practical, tactical, and actionable steps to go from idea to fully finished functional, ready to sell online course in just 30 days flat. Short on time. I got you. No idea where to start. Let's talk. I'm the leading instructional design coach for entrepreneurs who want to create online courses faster and easier than ever before. I make online course creation simple so you can make it faster.